Like, imagine that conversation. Someone just stares blankly, <laughs> takes a drink of his beer. A fart. Yeah, got to get a fart in there. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the Creative to Tell podcast brought to you by us over at AtoZHorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is another Uno guy. All right, it's Jake. You did a thing, and it threw me off. Well, Mark's not here. I had to introduce you with something. Okay, I'm going to do my thing. Okay. This Everclear's kicking my ass. <laughs> uh... And sitting next to Jake is no one. Jake, where's Mark? Oh, the Isle of Sky, I think. That was the most recent correspondence. Yeah, he sent me some real dickish pictures about how beautiful it is or whatever and the breweries and distilleries they're going to. He's a real asshole. Yeah, I don't know. He, they were in Paris and they went down to the catacombs and I'm assuming uh, they probably went through hell. Yeah, I had to confront some real uh, dark pasts. Yeah, and yeah. as a result, he got to go to the Isle of Sky. It's like, <laughs> he made as, it through. Abo- as below, so above. Exactly. He should make a movie about Sky that. Sky and, okay, I, I don't know. I can, that's as far as I can take it, Jack. <laughs> For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. This week, uh, we watched 2003's Freddy vs. Jason, which was a Jack pick. I picked Certainly this. was. Yeah. <laughs> and we will dive all the way into that real soon, and when we do, fair warning, we're going to spoil the nonsense out of it. And if you like what we do and want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash horror. Support the show at your level of choosing. But if you can't swing that right now or just want to be here to hang out, that's cool too. Nothing else about the show is going to change. We just appreciate you listening. But for now, we better do the game drunk part. So that's score. Let's do beers for fears. Hey, Jake. Hey, Jack. Mark did mention something about what his Beers for Fears would have been had he been here. Oh, yeah. It's too far back in the chat for me to find, and I don't remember it, so... Hmm. I guess we just won't give it. <laughs> I think it was Bud Heavies. He was going to drink Bud Heavies. Yeah, something like that. He thought that. it was the perfect beer to yeah. fit the tone of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's Take a Miller High Life bottle, pour some Clamato into it, call it a day. 100%. I, it was a beer suicide of sorts. It I was. remember that. It was I don't dumb. remember what it was. It was dumb. It was dumb. Well... Although I did a beer suicide and I got I lost the last time. <laughs> He's not here and he would have done a beer suicide. So listeners, <laughs> He's not here. you know who patrons. to vote for, patrons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jake, what are your beers for these fears? You well, cared enough to show the fuck up. Well, yeah, I'm here. Uh, well, Jack, I have two cast out IPAs by Crux Brewing. Actually, Crux Fermentation Project, as they call themselves. Okay, this is a movie starring two of the uh, all time cast outs in the genre. Cast out villains. Cat, what do you mean? Cast absolutely. Outs? Okay, Freddy Krueger, absolutely a cast out. Standouts. Li- what do you think? Cast no, they were cast. Phrase? They were cast outs as well. He was definitely a cast out dude. He was like a child molester killer who lived in a boiler room before he was killed. Okay. And now he's like living in the dreamland. That's very cast out. Uh, Jason Voorhees. He looked all weird, and then he drowned. Definitely a cast out. No one <laughs> wanted to hang out with him. That's Christ. why he was going unwatched, Jack. Okay. Two okay. cast outs. Two cast outs. So you're drinking two cast outs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll buy it. Thanks. Yeah. If I lose to Mark, that would be quite something. It would be unprecedented. Yeah. You should do something. Do me a favor here. Yes, sir. Ramble okay. for a bit okay. during your beer for fear, and I'll try to find what it would have been for Jake, him. I choose my beers very carefully, so mm-hmm. I so don't it's... anticipate any rambling whatsoever. I, I... I have three beers for these fears, and and for a week where Mark is gone, I, I have many. a pretty good showing. Um, <laughs> My side beer, though, is also, I'm, I'm fitting it in. My side beer is a rustler. IPA by the Payette Brewing Company. And this is a movie where Freddy first brings Jason back to help him 
What does Jason ends up doing? He ends up rustling all his kills. He ends up killing all the teens first, depriving Freddy of even more power. Good application of the rustler. Yeah. I, I see you. So he's a rustler. Yep. Okay. Then I've also got an electric smoothie IPA. Okay. Y- y- tell me. A smoothie is a blend of things, such as Freddy and Jason, and they go to a rave at one point, okay. making it electric. Electric smoothie. A real early 2000s rave in a cornfield. Uh, yeah. That definitely. Only, only invitees only. <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) We'll we'll get into that. And the other one I'm drinking is a Revision Citra Slam, kind of uh, styled in the uh, the Grand Slam uh, styling there, or Ultra Slam styling. This is a Grand Slam between Freddy and Jason. This is a real Duke fest. They're 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 going back and forth. It's a classic Grand Slam. You started with you started with the strongest. I started beer. with my best one. Yes, yeah. uh, okay. I guess that's fair. To Primary be clear, beer. I didn't mean that it's a side beer like I had it lying around. I did buy it for the movie. It's just the only one I bought a full six pack of. I actually saw you buy the six pack. Yeah, that was weird. We happened to run into each other at the store buying. Yeah, beers and then it's foods. a weird situation, listener, because now that it's competitive, we're trying like not to show each other what we're getting before the fact. So you also have to like pounce on the first good looking one because otherwise Jake will get to it first if he sees me considering one. Basically, yeah, yeah. Woof. Tough. Uh, I, dude, I found Mark's thing. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, it didn't even take me very long. Well. Here, I'm going to read this. For the record, I would have taken my beer that I drank for Nightmare on Elm Street, Payette's Blood Orange Rustler, and my beer for Friday the 13th, Wolf in the Weeds, and mix them together in a glass. He's just taking the beers from those That he's already chosen. And suiciding them. Okay, so. He deserves to lose on two different Guess fronts. what? Mark's not here. Yeah. Yeah. Deserves to lose on a couple of different fronts here. So. Sure. Yeah, but drinking beers and watching horror movies isn't the only thing we've done over the course of the last week. We might have also, well, I said that a little bit wrong, because we also probably didn't do much other than watching horror movies, but watching Freddy vs. Jason isn't the only thing we've done over the course of the last week. Versus. Jake, what else has been rocking your horror world? That's what I tried to get to. Throw me a fucking bone here, man. Uh, I hope you have more than me. It's been busy. I, I've been out of the country, too. Yeah. I'm here. You're here. Both times. You're here. Uh, I watched one thing. I watched Incident in a Ghostland, also just called Ghostland. Okay. This is on Shudder. I didn't know much about it other than that I've seen it in a few Shudder like, emails that have come out, so that makes sense. Right. This is a flick by, I'm going to butcher the name, you can correct me because it's French, Pascal Laguerre? Laguerre? I'm not looking at it, so Laguerre, sure. L-A-U-G-I-E-R. Pascal Laguerre. Whatever, it's the dude who did Martyrs. Oh, yeah, Martyrs. okay. And yeah. I was like, okay. Um, it looked interesting. Didn't make the leap until I watched the trailer, which is not super common, but I had no idea what this was. And the trailer, or sorry, the, the poster art is weird. It's like porcelain doll face, and it's called Incident in a Ghost Land, yeah. which is bizarre, too. Yeah. And this was kind of plugged as being home invasion with a twist. You could say that. Definitely. Uh, It's funny. After I watched the movie, I I read some things about it, and this is, it's not polarizing. I feel like people think this is an okay flick, or they were really unhappy with it. It's polarizing in a way. It it was kind of like, yeah. (laughs) People didn't like it, or they thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. Okay. And let me tell you why. Uh, This definitely in... Not the, quite the same way as Martyrs. I don't think it was nearly as gratuitous as Martyrs was. It it sh- it is about the torture of young women, right? Uh, yeah, no no hiding from that. Given what this movie is, however, it's not as graphic. And then here's where the part that I don't think people liked comes in. It didn't have the. I think the saving grace of Martyrs and why it was able to pull people in and not just be like torture porn because it's definitely not that is that it has something else to say. Okay, this didn't quite have that this was kind of a weird one so anyway the premise of this is like 
two young girls and their mom are moving somewhere when and when they're kids and there's a home invasion and it seems like the mom kills the villains flash forward you've got one of the two young girls she's like a successful author and that's what she had dreamed of being writing horror novels her most recent author novel has come <laughs> out and it's called incident of ghostland there's the name of your movie uh, and things unfold from there, and let's just say that not everything is as it seems when the movie was set up. Okay. Uh, but it's it's not the deepest flick. That's okay sometimes, but when that happens in a movie like this, you just kind of focus only on the torture elements. Yeah. And that's not really my bag. Sure. I wouldn't say that I wouldn't recommend this, but I would only recommend this to a certain type of horror viewer. How were the torture elements executed? Like, how's the effects and stuff? Is it at least... Uh, well, it's not as... It's not that graphic okay um i would say okay in the sense that it didn't i don't know it didn't need to be that gratuitous there were a few scenes but definitely not outrageous and so in that regard it looked fine okay yeah <laughs> but yeah i i don't know i would say recommend to a certain type of person definite not recommend to a wider swath of people did you say how you watched this? shutter, shutter. yeah okay. it's on shutter nice. uh it's one of their their most promoted movies right now i think they they have it on exclusive, and they just got it like a month or so ago. Not quite sure. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. That's all I have, though, this week. It's been a short one for me. Fair enough. I, you. I've got a few here. You're fucking better. Because also, I was gone last week. I was oh, in you. I was in a trial. It went... Whatever. Whatever. It was Whatever. fucking horseshit work stuff. In any case, I've got a couple of things I want to talk about that aren't specifically movies we watched, and movies I watched. Are they books? They, what's that? No. Are they books? No. Are they books? None of them are, are books. Are they novellas? They aren't novellas. Okay. I have a book I'm currently reading. Good. Isn't I, a novella. I better is know which long. one it is. You do, and okay. it's long. It's I'm enjoying it, okay. but I'm not close to done with that yet. <laughs> um, but in any case, a couple of things I want to talk about. Jake, we're dancing right up on the Idaho Horror Film Festival here. Yeah. 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 And uh, we went to an event of theirs not too long ago. What did we yep. see? We saw Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Uh, when you hear this listener not three days ago, they will have done a screening of this very movie we're reviewing. Yeah. Wow, synergy. Wow. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, not to steal the thunder. It is coming right up. It's like a month away. Wow. And it just occurred to me like how fucking fun that is. Yeah, looking and, forward to it for and, sure. And I imagine, I mean, just kind of a plug for local film festivals in general. Like, the yes. people who put those on work hard for the most part. I mean, I imagine there's some shitty ones. But, like, go check them out. They're fun. <laughs> and to clarify, the one here is not is shitty. Not, no, it's if awesome. If you can't it's make so it here to Boise, rad. which is a great place with a great horror film festival that you should definitely attend... Yes. You should try one closer to you, maybe, sometime. <laughs> Absolutely. And hope <laughs> wow. it's not shitty. I don't think there's shitty. I don't know of any shitty ones, to be clear. And this it, one certainly isn't. This one certainly isn't. So that's one weird. thing. Yeah, that's that's true. Another thing that's been rocking my horror world uh, is Mark. He was rocking my horror world. You'll remember this. Care I think to you, tell were, me why? you were involved behind the scenes. You alluded to this on already this, yeah. on, the, on the podcast. Like this is like three weeks ago now. So you're well, really when we did back. HRR two two recordings ago. Yeah, you mentioned. I so. alluded to this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was. You after, just got to mention it. Yeah. So my lovely wife was out of town. So I was I was being a bachelor. I was batching it as uh, idiots <laughs> cool, say, bro. Yeah. Um, and it, we recorded on a Saturday, and we did. I was kind of drunk when we started recording i don't know if you noticed i, I, I held oh, together kind pretty of, huh? well you kind of were <laughs> okay yeah a little yeah. drunk yeah. got very drunk during the episode then we recorded a patreon exclusive that actually just dropped yesterday because i've been behind on that too but that was fun we played games and, and i got even more drunk and then i went to my local watering hole here and got very very drunk and the whole time <laughs> Mark, unbeknownst to me, got a new phone. Or maybe I did know at that point. He had a new phone with a Salt Lake number. He was 
he started off just texting me weird things and like a picture of a giraffe. And at first it was one of those things where like, I'm sure it's someone I know and I just don't have the number. So I was like, who is this? And then got to the point where it got a little weird and he was like, oh, I'm sorry, just a fan. Yeah. And he did a fantastic job yeah. gaslighting me. He was just sending me like increasingly creepy pictures of giraffes yeah. and cryptic messages. Yeah. And it scared the shit out of me. It <laughs> legitimately frightened me. So the funny part about being on the outside looking in of this is I didn't know until very late in the game that it was him and okay. I didn't suspect it either okay. so I was just like that's weird like how did what did you put your name yeah, on in I, the LLC thing I have that, no idea what happened here yeah sir um <laughs> when I when I first saw I think there was oh it's a salt like number that's right yeah I should yeah, yeah. I mean dude we should have known well, I thought it was like our friend John maybe or something I don't know either way I got a new phone recently so like Either way. Either way. Yeah, should've I should have known. known. I was it's, so drunk. It's a, it's a testament to the state we were all in. <laughs> and I think that the, the best part of it is that he he continued to make it more believable by, like, he sent, like, a, a picture of a spider and was like, send this to Jake. And then he sent a picture of, I don't even know what the fuck it was, Heights. Send this to Mark. Yeah. It was good. It was very good. I, I agree. He he does a good job of frightening you. Really so. did scare the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. You got to a point where you're like, oh, I'm getting my shotgun out. And I was like, a shotgun and drug hey, jack do not mix. To be clear, it's not a shotgun. Sawed off. Sorry. It's not it's just a <laughs> rifle, man. Just a single barrel rifle. <laughs> Whatever. I did clean it. <laughs> wow. I did a bad job. But I was scared. So, you know, I think it's all justified. Shotgun and beard. That's what's rocking my horror world. It's not a shotgun. Uh, there was, and in my defense, there was tequila and whiskey as well. That was the day of the draft. Oh, man. I started, I had tequila at 11 a.m. that day. Way worse. Way worse. So Mark worse. was rocking my horror world for a bit. Tell me about now, something you've seen. Movie time. Please. Movie time. You're going to be happy with this one. It's been on my list for quite some time. You Holy also shit. gave me shit about not, didn't believe that I'd watched it. Oh, yeah. This one. Yeah. I watched The Endless. Yeah. I quit. We quizzed you. Pop you quizzed quiz, me. Hot shot. Yeah. 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 And by the way, I still don't know what the bearded guy's job at the camp was. Guard the boathouse? I don't fucking know. He brewed the beer. Oh, okay. Duh. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spoilers. That, inc- this is that incredibly important plot element. Benson and Moorhead joint. It's within yeah. their world and within their yes. oeuvre. It's actually- Within their egg. Especially poignant right now because I think it's Justin Benson, and I, it might be Aaron Moorhead, so, so correct me if I'm wrong, but just recently- tweeted out this whole thing about how his mother committed suicide during the making of this movie. Ooh, I haven't seen that. Or, yeah. yeah. And okay. just like, so what it means to him. And then also a whole bunch of awesome links to, to cool things like the suicide prevention and all that cool. kind of stuff. So yeah. go check all that out. But either way, like, man, I love this movie. Really good movie. Holy yeah. shit. This they make, fantastic. they make, they make, they're doing an increasingly good job of making horror movies that if I were a pretentious dickhead, I would call post-horror. Uh, they, <laughs> have something, they have something to that. say. They have something to say, and they're they, a little bit genre-bending. I will one, say that. Yeah, this one's kind of sci-fi and has some time stuff, and they do a very good job of not getting too deep into the time stuff. Oh, c- that's without, a trap. And also, a trap. But also, not just it's not like a comedy movie where you're yeah. just waving your hands, right? They get, I think, the perfect level of into it. Yeah, they knew where to pull back, yeah, for sure. Fantastic. Uh, they have so, another movie coming out soon? Yeah. Mark. Next I, don't, of months, I don't know I what it's called. I've it's it's fan. It look should be cool. <laughs> Great. I'm happy you liked it. It's about fucking time. Yeah. So I watched that. I loved it. Did not appreciate being quizzed on it, but it's okay. I passed with flying colors. Almost. <laughs> one. One wrong. I missed one. Yeah. 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 Uh, then I watched Cujo. 
Thank God. And how, uh, many, how many behind are you? I think three at this point. Oh. I think Cujo puts me watching Cujo puts me three behind. Oh, by the way, these are beers for fears losses. You need you need to. That's the endless sub- isn't. But uh, no, but th- this Cujo one now. Is, yeah. Oh, so, oh, there's only one. There's only one. There's all, oh, there's only one of those. Cool. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. even have to throw in the bed then. I'm gonna throw. I mean, Scatman's World. How am I? Not Actually, it's not a bed. To? If you betted that, I would fucking <laughs> lose my mind, dude. I'm just. When's the last time you listened? Because I bet Scatman's World throughout the entire hour and a half podcast. I thought you meant listen to Scatman's World, and I was going to lose my mind. <laughs> I mean, I do that, too. I'm not listening to that song again. Uh, you are. I mean, I objectively, you are. How? Uh, I'll, I'll make it happen. It'll be oh. fine. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> so. Scatman's World. Kucho kind of sucks. As a uh, Why? It's just it's paced terribly. Hmm. Like it's nothing, nothing. There's no there's no dread in the scenes where a scary thing isn't immediately happening. There's no and the book. I'm not one of these guys that loves the book Cujo either. I think the the book is kind of overlong as well. But the book at least does some stuff to make it scary when there isn't when when there's like not the threat of a dog attack. Sure. So it's been about 15 years since I've seen it. And when Mark was paying his dues last week, it had to have been. He yep. was talking shit about yep, you. Yep, yep. One of the things hey. that I said I remember from having watched this movie was that it felt like it was about seven hours long to me. Yes. I mean, he said it was an hour and a half. Yep. Uh, you also, you resolved this with Mark on the podcast. I, I don't know. It. I cannot believe that I would have seen that length. The director's cut? I don't think that's possible. Okay. Well, look. I don't the, know. The pacing, it does feel really long because the pacing is terrible, but it is like... <laughs> I mean, maybe that's why. Minutes. Maybe that's why. Eighty nine. Did minutes. it feel long? It did feel long. That's probably it. it. it and feel... think about it. It would have been like mid teenage me. Yeah, and especially I mean, at that at that era, like this has some stuff you could appreciate from the nostalgia perspective. Other stuff you won't get when you're an idiot teenager. Um, okay, so I should watch it again. I should have. I should have just lost the bet. Can't recommend it. <laughs> it's uh, don't love it. Okay, but um, also I'm surprised Mark didn't bring up the Friends episode about Cujo. The, I'm not. the movie. Are you? I'm surprised he didn't bring it up. Well, he had no. He was talking to me, so that w- that conversation that would have been a one sided conversation. Mark is incapable of not bringing up friends. <laughs> Take a listen to that episode, buddy. Clearly, uh, well, he's capable. I did. I edited it. In yeah. any case, can't recommend Cujo. Uh, go okay. watch. There's so many better movies. Sure, and better Stephen King movies. Fair. Yeah. And also better movies with eggs, like The Sandlot. Absolutely. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Hey, dude. The Sandlot's a better movie than Cujo. I'm not questioning okay. you. Okay. I was about. It's to not a horror mind. movie. Well. <laughs> okay. It's almost a scarier dog. Yeah. There's a horror movie in the Sandlot. There's a horror short in there. Lon yeah. Chaney. Yeah. Junior. Yes. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be yeah. Lon Chaney Junior. Lon Chaney was in a, an adult in 1929 or something. Yeah. No, like, I'm in fucking. Fuck. Yeah, it was Lon Chaney Junior. <laughs> being a werewolf. Uh, I got one more movie I want to talk about. Okay, do it. And this one's a little bit weird. I hypothetically might not have watched it in a totally kosher manner. Um. Oh, so you're saying that you you didn't pay quite enough money for it, but you definitely did pay for it. Uh, I paid for like it. Like there was a rounding error or something? Yeah, something, something like paid, that. You something paid like Canadian that. dollars? Something like that. Okay. This is one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Well, what is it, Jack? It's called One Cut of the Dead. It's is actually, that a K-horror movie? It's a Japanese horror movie. It's a J-horror movie. Yeah, it's not, but it's not J-horror. Like as we is understand it J-horror. It's not K-horror either. Yeah. A-horror. I don't know what that is. Asian horror. It's like the wider swath. Okay. Uh, no, it's not that either. It has to be that. Okay. But actually, so so it has a really, really interesting backstory where it apparently was released in Japan in 2017. 
And I just stumbled across it off something else, got really interested, wanted to find it, so I found a place I could stream it. Okay. Uh, but it's being released on Shudder in like a week and a half as nice. we record this. It's it's being released in theaters on September 17th in a select like Very tiny, limited. tiny, like two theaters. We will not get it in this town. No, absolutely <laughs> not in Boise. Uh, but then a few days after that, it's getting released on Shudder. Mm. And I cannot recommend this movie mm-hmm. highly enough. How long is it? It is pretty short, like 94 minutes. I feel like such a dickhead that I have to ask that about every movie now. The conceit of this movie is that it's a you you're you're watching a film crew make a zombie movie. Yes, okay. Yeah. Cool. And holy shit, it's amazing. It's hilarious. It's kind of scary at points. It's gory as all fuck, but in a really fun way. It's fantastic. I can't I can't say enough good things about this movie. I'm really happy you took the leap and did that cuz we don't have people on this podcast who listen to zo- listen to zo- listen to <laughs> Just watch, three times you've tried to say that. Watch zombie movies. <laughs> yeah, Nominal no, we Asia, don't, We don't have a definite zombie guy. No. No, definitely not. No. But uh, as our definite zombie guy, you will love this. Hmm. This is great independent of the zombies. I mean, it's it is the movie is dependent on the zombies, but it's just a great it's a great movie. Cool. Uh, check this out when it comes to Shudder. Absolutely. Nice. Um, I'll do it right after whatever that movie's called, Hell House, LSE 3, Lake of Fire. They're really good at subtitles. <laughs> I wonder what this is going to be about. But that's all I've got. Well, then I'd say it's time to get to the feature presentation, buddy. Sounds about right. Okay. Over at ADCHorror.com this week, we watched 2003's Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yep. Now, I picked this movie. Uh-huh. It was kind of a panic pick, but also, like, just summer's kind of dwindling it's... down. I didn't really pick just a fun, popcorny summer horror movie. That's what this is. That's absolutely That's what this is. What, yeah. 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 Had you seen this before? Yes. Okay. But. Do tell. Uh, It, it had to have been, like... During college, when I was doing other things like being at a party, yeah, like we watched it, yeah, air quotes, yeah, it's on. You'll yeah. you'll catch some slashes. Some I'm not lines. huge on the the mashup movies, really, e- except for the occasional kaiju. I I'm not really big on these. I, this is like the biggest one. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's like yeah. In particular, this one is the most spectacle out of like two horror icons meeting. Sure, yeah, I, I've never been a huge fan of that idea. Um, we threw it on and I watched it, but like I wasn't gonna go back and see it again afterwards. That's for sure. And then there've been more, but I mean, my indifference to dislike for that idea is rendering me incapable of thinking of others other than, like, for some reason, Sadako versus Kayako is in my mind right now. Alien versus Predator. Like, oh, a yeah. Lot. That no came up shit, the next huh? year. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, and... Eh. <laughs> like, there's a lot of those. But this, this one came is... Out, hold on. This came out in 2003, and that's blowing my mind. Three. I, I, you could have told me this came out in 2014, and I would have believed you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Like, the last few years? Yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah, whatever. right. Yeah. No. No. And this this fits that time period. It sure does. It also fits that time period because it's like the first time they needed to recast Jason yep. and Robert Englund's last performance as Freddy, except in an episode of a TV show or something. Sure. The, an episode of the Goldbergs, I think, is what I read on Wikipedia. The, the pro- appropriate place. <laughs> Everyone's favorite show, the Goldbergs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. But uh, yeah, I, I'd seen this before a couple of times, actually. Okay. Uh, I'm sure at the same place you saw it. But when then is I, the most recent? The most recent was, I don't know, three, four years ago, I sat down and just like popped this thing on and watch hmm. it because I was we were I was doing some thinking about Freddy Krueger and his uh, whole lore kind of a situation oh. and I remembered this movie as like 
doing a lot of explaining about his powers and like his whole situation. I remembered incorrectly, but uh, <laughs> spoilers. Uh, <laughs> um, in any case, um, I think we just move right into what in the fuck's up genres of horror. Try to do this every into. time, and every time it fails. It's worked once. No, it didn't though. We we just did it out of order. You're you're remembering incorrectly again. <laughs> you're gonna do a thirty second plot synopsis. Okay. Don't look at your watch for the love of God. No, I'm just taking it off. Okay, good. Uh, the clock will start when you start. I'm very nervous about this. It doesn't start. Hold yet. on. I have my calculator up again. <laughs> it's twice <laughs> in a fucking row, man. Okay, now I'm ready. Freddy Krueger's in hell. His powers are minimized, so he needs to kill some people to get fear back up. So he coerces Jason into killing kids, but then Jason's killing too many kids, so he has to kill Jason. And then the kids put Jason to sleep, and Freddy Krueger attacks him in the dreams, but then they pull Freddy into the real world, and they fight in the real world. Then they all get thrown into a lake. Jason impales Freddy, and then he cuts off his head, and then they both die, but then they both walk out of the lake and laugh. They both laugh? Uh, Freddy laughs. Care to say anything else? Do I have more time? Oh, God, yeah. I slayed that shit. This is my best performance. Time. <laughs> what? The That's fuck? my best performance. Okay, you just need Mark not to be here. It's that stage fright. Turns out, yeah, he that, makes me nervous. He's very intimidating. Watching you from the other side of the internet void. Yeah, he's very intimidating. Well, he's an intimidating guy, Jack. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, would say you did okay there. I was very nervous level. about that one. Keep it high level. You didn't get into any traps of talking about the rave. There was you, a rave. Easy, I easy traps. The rave. Easy yeah. traps. I thought you were gonna do that or talk about like the. The CG bug. Two friends are at a psychiatric institution. Yeah, don't do that either. There's that's a, bad. There's a, we'll talk about this, but there's apparently a whole psychiatric hospital that's devoted to victims of Freddy Krueger, I think. Yeah. It's like a witness protection program, except not at all. <laughs> except not at all. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm giving myself an A plus there. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a solid A. All right, I'll it's take like, it. You, you can be too short. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay, that was. Yeah, yeah I could. You want to fill like it fifteen seconds, right? You want to fill it exactly. Yeah. Uh, even if you're like done a couple seconds early, then you kind of mic drop. Yeah, slowly. but I definitely had more time. I, yeah. I didn't. I'll give you an A though. I I'll mean, take it. Yeah, I'll take a, a effort. Jake, uh, what in the fuck subgenres of horror does this fit into? Slasher. Yeah. Yeah. It's two two classic slashers. Is it comedy, or is it just Freddy being Freddy? <sighs> Freddy being it's Freddy. not intentionally comedy, but the the fight scene, the dream fight sequence between Freddy and Jason, maybe it is trying to be funny. The sound it, no, effects it either is intentional comedy or it is a work of art. Uh, basically, <laughs> if it's not like, intentional Freddy comedy. is a, Freddy's funny. He is talked about this with every nightmare movie. That's his thing. Robert Englund sells it well in this movie. But yeah, because he's great. Yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, he's no Jackie Earl Haley. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> I have not seen that film. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Jackie or Haley does not make Freddy seem like he's having any fun like Robert Englund. And it changes the tone of the movie. And when it's a bad movie like that, it makes it bad. Guess what we're <laughs> not here to talk about? That movie. That movie. We're here to talk about this movie. And that any movie eight years after Freddy v. Jason. Jesus any, Christ. Any other subgenres? Uh, supernatural. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I, whatever we gave to those movies, it's that. Yep. And it's then we could add a new one, but our factotor isn't here, so we're not going to. Well, mash up. Why would we? He's an mash idiot. Up. Yeah. No. No mashup. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. We added one while you're gone. You couldn't fucking I veto it. Hated I hated it. Totally I thought about it. censoring the entirety of that conversation. <laughs> Just beep. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, Christ. I knew it. It was a good one. It was a good ad. You got to watch that movie. But now I you're did spoiled. watch that movie. Now you're, oh, well, what the fuck? It's not what's been rocking my horror world. I watched it for the podcast. You just didn't You got to talk about it. Yeah. Okay, when Mark's back, we're all talking about it. I didn't really like briefly. it. I, I, I'm shocked, Jack. I'm fucking shocked. 
Is it a pornographic film? No. We'll talk. I don't want to talk about it right now. Love is. I don't want to talk about it right now. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen Love. I don't care. <laughs> God, I'm not going to watch it. I've seen a few different 15-minute chunks of Love. They're all Several porn. times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Several times on repeat. Yeah. I Sometimes. had it on DVD, but it burned weird. <laughs> That's all. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. Just goes right to those scenes. Um, what does this movie do right? <laughs> well, Jack, it hits the tenor that you would expect from a slasher to almost the perfect degree. Yes. Tenor? Uh, Tambor? Tambor. Tambor. Tenor. Yeah. Tenor's, I mean, like tenor's a, f- a little bit right. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, that's better than most. <laughs> better, better than most. Uh, well, um, yeah, I I think it does at it, least. It does. It has less of the kids doing dumb shit really? and getting punished for it. Really? I mean, they make stupid decisions. It lays it on molasses thick at the start, and then it backs off a little bit. And I'm actually glad that it did. It has too much to do, like with the Freddy and the Jason, so sure. that they can't do like the these kids are boning, so they get screwed. Uh, they get killed and these kids are doing drugs so they get killed it's just kind of like here's a pile of stuff now there's a movie about but it it still has it it like it's like this kid's a dick and he banged he dead yeah this girl drinks too much and is a bitch she dead yeah no it does it these guys are assholes they're dead this dude's a stoner he dead everybody's dead and 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 to pile on to what it does right it actually does a pretty artful job of still getting those slasher points in and then somehow maintaining two different movies Throughout it, like a Freddy movie and a Jason movie. Does it? F- okay, it's does pretty it good. Feel like a Freddy movie and a Jason movie mashed together. It kind of does. Yeah. There's clear chunks that are Freddy and clear chunks that are Jason. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll give you that. But it okay, feels more I, like. A, I guess it feels like. A, okay. Yes. <laughs> it I'll feels see more this like a Freddy movie than a Jason movie. Like every time they're together, it feels like a Freddy movie yes. to me because he, yes. Freddy commands. Yes. He, and, and necess- he talks. Jason doesn't. Well, like, and and the world around him is subject to him. Absolutely. So it's like kind of impossible for it not to but like even when he's in the real jason world does. that feels like a freddy movie because he's quipping like freddy yeah true yeah so when jason is by himself it feels like <laughs> yes. a jason movie. in those three scenes yes they're good scenes though they are uh no i totally agree i totally agree and i think that one of the things also that i want to kind of talk about in that regard is that i think that it's humorous but a good choice to do this the way they did where they give you those little morsels of like this is how slasher movies work <laughs> but then it just kind of says fuck it and there's a secret like the middle third of this movie so many fucking people die there's like a two minute scene at the rave where i don't know 30 people get killed <laughs> just he just obliterates everyone bonkers yeah. which is great it's also a good inciting incident for freddie to be like oh shit yeah he's yeah, exactly <laughs> he needed something over the top to really snap him into consciousness <laughs> yeah. there and he was like oh yeah he murdered the entire town yeah what am i supposed to do yeah which I liked that. Which I also like from Freddy's motivation, right? It, because there, it doesn't make sense that, like, oh, Jason's killing too many people. People are gonna be af- aren't going to be afraid. Cause, right. But it does if there's no one left. Yeah. And there was yeah, going to yeah. be no one left. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, so, okay, is Freddy bound to just this town? We're not in this segment yet. Okay. But it is, the the rules of Freddy and Jason are baffling True. this movie. True. I mean, no, obviously not, right? Because <laughs> he starts in Crystal Lake. And returns in Crystal Lake and has all his mm-hmm. powers in that location. Mm-hmm. I think he thinks Jason's going to kill the whole world. He might. It's like a pandemic situation. I mean, basically. Yeah. What are you going to do? Dude, they need to make that movie where it's just him, but they're treating it like Godzilla. <laughs> Sounds kind so of So it's awesome. like it's filmed like Kaiju, but it's him. And he's just walking around slashing people a la the rave scene. Yeah. 
Yeah. Fuck. That's yeah. what this movie did right and didn't even do it. It just made us think about it. I like that. Let's make that movie. Let's make that <laughs> That happen. sounds great. Come on, yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, well, we already kind of talked about it. Robert Englund as Freddy is... The man. So choice. He's the man. It is so choice. The the types of insults and debauchery that he gets up to, <laughs> it can only be delivered by him and work. I don't know why, but he has this special sauce that is clearly on display here. And he can say whatever the fuck he wants and it's funny. Well, and, and also- It doesn't matter. I mean, there's a certain amount of technical expertise coming through here where he's played Freddy like six, seven times, eight times by now. A lot. And- even through the pounds and pounds of makeup, you can see physical acting with the eyes and the face muscles when yeah. he delivers these jokes. I well, think that's why it works so well. Yeah, I, I think that there are, there's a lot there. I mean, part of it is that that character is kind of created to accentuate and use what he looks like as a human, too. Totally, yeah. But he is able to give it that character, yeah. which... I mean, at this point, yeah, you're right. It's old hat for him, and he just can kind of step in and do it. Yeah. That's what he is, for yeah. better or worse. That's him. He and is And the guy Freddy. playing Jason did a fine job, too. He was large. He was large. <laughs> he was large. It wasn't Kane Hodder, but he was large. He was, yeah. yeah. I, who was it? I don't know. Fuck. Fuck. Pop quiz. Time man. out. Imdaba. So, yeah, he worked with, uh, yeah, so, so Jake, you, you found it. It's, it's Ken Kurzinger, a Canadian stuntman who was Jason uh, in some of the stunts for Jason Takes Manhattan. Great. Um, apparently, they just, like, decided Kane Hodder wasn't the right fit for some reason. That's I, a bad choice. Yeah. The director has apparently look, said, Jay, look, Jason was fine, Kurzinger, nothing on you, dude, but, like, you don't tell Kane Hodder that he's the wrong choice. No. That's fucking bonkers. Especially, like, the reason that is given, according to Wikipedia, which obviously official, is that he wanted a slower, more deliberate Jason. Like, yeah. Kate Hodder could have done that, and okay. also is slow and deliberate as Jason. He's, he's, he's pretty slow and deliberate. <laughs> it's kind of funny how it goes, like, back and forth and back and forth, and you have the seesaw, right? Where it's like, do we want the super slow lumbering Jason, or do we want the really athletic one, like in the one that we just watched? Right. What do we want? Yeah, because he's... This is about as slow as he gets. I will give it that. It is. It is. is. And I kind of think that's when Jason's at his scariest, when he is, for the most part, slow and lumbering. But then when he acts, it's, like, superhumanly fast. If you can portray that on screen (laughs) well. And I think they do it well in... I think it's best done in part three, Friday 13th 3, where Jason's the best of, like, slow and lumbering till he moves, and then you can't run away from him. It's best when he gets the hockey mask? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I mean, bad Jason is not slow and lumbering and also not particularly fast when he does move. He's just like a normal guy. Also, he has a bag on his head. Yeah. <laughs> Which cool, bro. Is, I'd, I'd less like to see that in real life than a guy in a Jason mask, than a guy in a hockey mask. I wouldn't really prefer either. I mean, I wouldn't, neither, I wouldn't neither's care great. for either. Look, neither's a good If day. I saw a unit of that size with anything on its head, <laughs> I would not be with it. Um, I'm kind of sad Mark's not here because I feel like he'd have a lot to say about both of those roles in this movie. <laughs> Definitely would. I Especially do... he just watched the Jackie Earl Haley Freddy. Oh, God. He needed to wash that palette clean. Yeah. I, either way, like this, they're both, both of those characters I feel like are represented pretty well in this movie and that is not, I feel like that's probably surprisingly hard to do. It is. Granted, I don't watch many of these. I said I'm not a big fan of these mashups, but I was a little bit surprised by how natural it felt. And and in a lot of these movies, to your point, they do a they they have a really hard time like showcasing what was coolest about each of these things individually because they're two separate things, right? Yeah. You can't show the coolest parts of Freddy 
and then also the coolest parts of Jason because they don't work together. They're they're True. incongruous. But here they found a way to do it as nonsensical as it was. And I think that's kind of why they had to do what they did to a certain degree with Jason. Like he is going to be between those two if you want to make more of a distinction make him slower and really accentuate his largeness as, as a human. Yeah. But then I agree with you completely because one of the other things that I had that the movie did right was when he kills somebody in this movie, there's a lot, there are a lot of kills in this movie where it's like sword swipe that is like blink of the eye fast and then this fucking person gets thrown like 45 <laughs> feet. It's so funny. It is so funny. Oh, it's so good. Oh, uh, Yeah. I'll throw effects in something the movie does right. I think for the most part, I mean, particularly Freddy's whole getup is is very well done. This might be peak Freddy, and there's a lot of close-ups on him, like his his face makeup, his whole situation. Uh, the kills also are very good. It's marred by some very unfortunate CGI. <laughs> the stoner uh, scene? We're not talking about that now. Uh, not that, but there, I mean, there's a lot of the it. The fuck? <laughs> We're not talking about that right now. I, I I'm not talking about it. But ultimately, I think the effects do serve this movie, this, goofy as they are. This I escalated past neat pick the scene where he chopped the stoner in half because of the dummy. Yeah. The way the dummy like flies apart in midair and kind of like lands on its head is like it is so hilarious and dumb that it escalated beyond neat pick because it was so out of place. It was essentially. <laughs> That uh, the car crash scene in that Beastie Boys video by Fear Right revisited, where he is just—it's clearly a dummy all of a sudden, and then he's thrown forty feet. Yeah, it was this when he lands on his head, it just goes to a right angle immediately, like it's made of fucking paper towels. Yeah, yeah. I love it so much. Pretty wild. I had a kind of similar thing. It's not the same at all, but I did start by disliking it, and then ultimately it brought me around to its side. The scene with the blood tendrils coming out of the ground that grab the guy's sure. feet, yeah. they start off so bad, yeah. but then that scene continues for way longer than it should, and I ultimately end up liking it a lot. Like, it just look, it serves the, the tone of the scene. Look at my dad's like a horse! <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. They had to do something kind of like that, I guess. They had to get it. They had to get a nod in from Dream Warriors. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Which I kind of liked a lot. I'm kind of out of stuff the movie does right. If sure, I'm let's go to middle. You. Fuck it. I don't know if I have anything it does middle. You have nothing it does middle. I don't, I don't even... I, I this segment. <laughs> I don't even watch movies. I know it when Mark's I. Mark's not here, so you're refusing. Is that what's happening? <laughs> no, this segment is like, uh, like, like pornography, right? Like Justice Bork said about pornography. I, I, I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. I and can't, this didn't have any of that, huh? And I, I didn't. There was nothing that I pointed to that I was like, "That's what it does." Middle, so I got nothing. Hmm. What about you, hmm. smart guy? So, I had a tough, t- uh, kind of like I had a tough time putting in. I'll tell you, the list is short. Like, I had a tough time putting what I just had with the paper mache body kill dummy thing in what it does right. Uh-huh. I had a bit of a tough time putting this in what it does middle, but I can't put it in what it does right. Okay. I could have. I just don't have the stones. <laughs> I can't say fully art holistically, but the scene where what's his name, the same tendrils kid, Mike or whatever, yeah, Williams, who, who I don't know what his knows. name is. I don't care. <laughs> the scene where he goes out, creates a distraction by mooning the window, and you have the fully fart for no reason. I put that in what it does middle because it is so stupid. Yet someone was like, "You know what we need? A fart. Just picture just the drinks they're having that night." And they're like, "Fart." Okay, we did the scene. We got to get a fart in there. <laughs> like, imagine that conversation. Someone just stares blankly, <laughs> takes a drink of his beer. A fart. Yeah, got to get a fart in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Middle. It's what it does middle. Fair enough. Because it was ghastly. It was baffling. <laughs> it sounded nothing like a fart. It's insane. Oh, my God. It sounded like a cartoon from the 70s. Uh, I don't even know what those are. <laughs> what? You don't know what a cartoon from the 70s uh, is? Scooby-Doo is too late. Scooby-Doo is- Josie and the Pussycats. That's too late. Uh, You're really stuck Hong Kong this- Fooey. You're also 60s. You're really stuck on this Hanna-Barbera thing. Fuck. Um, also, they also continued into the 70s. But That's they weren't okay. in their prime. What's like top 70s cartoon? Oh, Alvin God. and the Chipmunks. What's that? I don't what? know. It might have been 60s too. Is what? that 60s too? It can't have been Rocky 70s. and Bullwinkle. Fuck. No, that's like 50s. Hold on. I got to find out. <laughs> Boom. Josie the Pussycats, Hong Kong Fooey, Jabberjaw. Yeah, Jabberjaw. You missed, and Johnny Quest. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I missed Jabberwaw. You missed Jabber Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw is a critical 70s cartoon. Johnny Quest, Jetson. He-Man, He-Man, people think of as an 80s, but I think it started in the late 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm seeing that Scooby-Doo started in 1969. That is entirely- Ghost? Seriously? That is into, well, it didn't used to be a parody of the Space Ghost I didn't know show. That there was an original Space Ghost. Regardless, this was just like a cartoon from the 70s. I am sure of it. Yeah. My expertise is just emanating into the listener's earballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids. Mm. Yeah. That that really holds hey, up to the hey, test hey. of time. <laughs> Fuck. Let's talk about what this movie does wrong. Oh, okay. And tell the, me about it. I mean, chief thing is what it does wrong, Prime. I don't know how you get around this, but they cram too much shit into the movie. The huh? The psychiatric hospital. <laughs> Freddy's new powers. Freddy's new needs. Jason's new powers. Jason's mom being. Freddie impersonating Jason's mom. The the whole the Lori's dad is the chief doctor at the psychiatric hospital and a conspiracy theory about that. There's too much in here. Somewhat shockingly, breaking news: <laughs> the world they build here is bananas. It's terrible. Uh, doesn't really work. A Agreed. classic early two thousands rave in a cornfield. Hey man, what's wrong? Okay, time out. Why are you? What's wrong with the rave? Inherently, what is wrong with the rave? Inherently, a raven in a cornfield? Awesome. Clearly the coolest thing imaginable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to let that one slide. Practically, cool. though, this portrayed as a small town, yet a big enough town to get a thousand kids to a raven in a cornfield. It's all of the high school. But then also small the enough to be where they can find a weird dude who shows up. Like, it's, it's for invited guests only. Really? Invited guests only is a rule you're enforcing at a They're raven in a cornfield? The high school. The high school. The high schoolers. God. That's a believable amount of and high schoolers. That entire sequence, 25 minute sequence, is interspersed with blurry, ju- just blurry, like Billy Joel music video cutscene effects. Yeah, that was kind of weird, huh? It's insane. For a movie that's otherwise shot competently, there's like, and now here's a four second chunk of blurs and flashing lights while we shake the camera around. Made the glow sticks pop. We really had to get it up to the time le- level. The time level. The time level. Classic time level. Get it to the time level. Yeah. Right there. Um and just there's Don't disagree. All that shit crammed in. And the whole the whole existence of the psychiatric hospital. I get that it existed or a psychiatric hospital existed in a prior Freddy Krueger movie. Yes. But this one appears to be entirely for victims of Freddy Krueger, some of whom they've put into comas from giving too much drugs to. This is also the sole repository of hypnosil in the world. It's there's too much going on. Huh. There's too much going on. Yeah. Did you know that hypnosil is not FDA approved? 
<laughs> he, the Fuck. guy says, what he looks at? Oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. It's not exactly. Even FDA yeah, approved. yeah, yeah. The reaction was worse than him <laughs> saying that. It's like, who gives a fuck, you nerd? <laughs> God. Uh, that was actually meant for a later part of the podcast, but uh, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. We have so many segments these oh, days. Oh, my God. Bursting at the We're seams. Professional though. operation. Look it up in the book. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about something else this movie does wrong. Please do. I have a question. How do you feel about the exposition in this movie? I. Kind of like it at the no, very start. No, no. At the very start. The Freddy narration to open the That's movie. That's not what I mean. That kind of works for me. Okay, let me tell you. Let me get more specific. The rest of it. Yeah. Let me get more specific. Please do. So they they uh they fairly painstakingly describe uh that Jason whoop, Freddy is using Jason <laughs> to uh regain his powers by instilling fear in this community of people. Yeah. When that is clear as day. It's so painfully crystal obvious. clear. They take a scene of kids sitting around the table and extend it to 10 minutes in length where that is all they discuss is that over and over and over again. How about that exposition? Did you like that? Tell me about that that one. That I did not like. Oh, my fuck. That is the part of the plot that needed no explaining. That was clear. Freddie said that in the first 45 seconds of the movie. Exactly. You didn't need it. And, and then he said it again, actually. And then he yes, said it again. Then Freddie says it again. Yeah. You certainly didn't need the kids being interrupted by Lachlan Monroe, who I, this is my favorite Lachlan Monroe performance of many greats. Um, what's your, I was just gonna say, what's your favorite? You just said it's your favorite. Is, is it your favorite. real favorite or is this a funny thing? Second favorite is in Riverdale as okay. Betty Cooper's dad. Third favorite. Also the Black Hood spoilers for Riverdale Give me something two. that I've seen. Nine o Beverly Hills nine o two one o. You won't have seen any shit. He's in a lot of shit, but <laughs> but I won't have seen any of it. You probably won't have. No. <laughs> God damn it! I'm gonna look uh, it up. You keep talking. Have you seen? Oh, he was in Scary Movie, I think. I'm gonna look it up. You keep. He talking. was definitely in Scary Movie. Um, it's probably that then. That's probably what you'd know him best as in as in <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is um, brutal. White chicks for sure. Yeah, you know white chicks. Uh, but. It's so bad because it's not just the kids. It's like the kids plus the authority figure being like, nope, we've all come to the same conclusion. Let me explain that conclusion to you point blank as we're sitting around the table, even though Freddie already explained it to the audience. It's fucking nonsense. I did not like that one little bit. He's in Night of the Roxbury. What? I don't know. I'm getting into the whole thing. He's also he looks he looked the same age for about 35 years. That makes sense. And he like yeah even when he plays the sheriff in this I mean he must have been like forty five, and no. I think he was man or close to it, and he was like sitting around that table he looked the same age as some of those high schoolers or some of those actors who were portraying high schoolers. Now Jake is looking very surprised. He was almost forty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah whatever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This he's, is a Lachlan Monroe podcast. He's ageless and timeless, man. Sure, all Canadians are. Yeah. Oh my God! Do I have to do a thing now? It's so weird to not have Mark here. Oh, I'm like I, he really does break the tension. It's my turn to say something. This movie does wrong. Yeah. Um. So I hate to feel like I'm double penalizing it or continuing to say the same thing, but I I feel like exposition is one thing, and what that is a larger what that is a piece of a subset of is writing, and the writing here had some issues, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and I think we go a couple of directions. This the one I want to go first is escalation beyond nit nitpick. Nits pick. Um, nits pick. Questionable yet time stampy 
quotes in this movie. Okay, I'm excited. Kia's character, she had, I love her like 30 seconds in the spotlight where she resorts immediately to homophobia and dick shaming. That's like the most early odds <laughs> thing you could possibly it's not do. great. It's not great. Someone who was writing this movie, I don't know your name, I don't know, uh, you knew what time you lived in, sir or madam. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it was a sir. You got inspired by scary movie. Fuck. <laughs> God. I guess I haven't seen that recently, so this phased me more than it probably phased you, but I was just like, really? That's what you're pulling out? Nice. Yeah, it's it's rough, man. The casual Ugh. homophobia is just like, blah. God. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's 04. 03. 03. 03, dude. Perfect yeah. time for it. It sure is. Fuck. It sure is. And go along with the writing there. I mean, this is, there are always a suspension of disbelief aspect to any Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th movie, with the arguable huh. exception of the very first Friday the 13th movie that is ostensibly yeah. a real person until the yeah. very last scene. But um, it's, one of the, it's one of the best slashes of all time. This movie is beyond any comprehension on any level from any of it. But it kind of needs to be. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, so, like, more of the writing issues I had were, like, they manifested in the exposition, in, like, why do you have to do this for an 18th time? Or why did you have to write... It, it's all the same, right? It's, like, what you're saying where the world is nuts. Right. So, like, why do you have to write in this thing? Right. Do you have zero restraint? <laughs> they do have zero restraint. They, yes, they yeah. do have zero restraint. Yeah. Which I think to a certain extent is part of the charm of something like this because you have to go bonkers with it. Right. But there is still a line and there are times where it crosses that. Absolutely. So And and, and I think I mean the, the big one is there are entire movies devoted to how do we drag Freddy out of the dream world. Yes. Right? That's the entire plot of the film. Yes. And this one, it's just she happens to have grabbed his ear when she woke up. That's the, that's the entirety of the explanation there yeah. that then formulates their plan to beat him in the end. It's a great plan. <laughs> just grab him. Just yeah. grab him and wake up. That does it. Sure. That's it. Yeah. What was he scared of? What was his fear? What happened? Fire. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he's afraid of fire. Jason's afraid of water. The elements. Oh, boy. Clown. Oh, <laughs> God. That makes sense, but wow. I'm going to get an avatar in there and fuck them all up. God. Do you have anything else? That it does wrong? Yes. I mean, I want to talk more about specifically like what I didn't like about how m- much they fucked with all of their powers. Okay, you can do that. Because I think it I'd also that. goes to something else I think the movie does wrong with. This isn't a Freddy versus Jason movie. This is a Freddy movie that Jason is in sometimes. <laughs> And they do a good job of capturing the feel of a Friday the 13th movie in a couple of scenes. Sure. But, I mean, for the most part, the kids are fucking ignoring Jason. I feel like that's also, they were like, damn, we got to make this more Friday the 13th. We better make Camp Crystal Lake. Like, we um, have to, it has to be a really important Camp setting. Crystal Lake. Yeah. yeah. Because for the most, I mean, it's, uh, we got to find, formulate a plan and drive around collecting pieces of this plan to stop Freddy. Yeah. Also, we better just keep Jason in the back of our mind. Like, stay a couple of steps ahead of that guy. He's there, too. And also Jason's there. I'm okay with that. Are you? I kind of am. But I don't know. Like, I, I get that, that that follows from the structure of how you've presented this. Is this is Freddy's movie, right? But it just, he doesn't feel threatening throughout this entire thing, despite the fact that he kills upwards of 30 people. Who, I mean, I, I it's, it's an interesting point. This is, we're taking a brief reprieve from what the movie does wrong. Um, but when they actually start fighting, it's... 
Who wins that fight? Well, that's what I mean. So another problem then I have, right, is there's the first showdown, which is in the dream world, which isn't a showdown because Freddy can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. And Oh, yeah, he just dominates. That scene is bonkers. I mean, there's weird – there's like a – at one point I think there's like the sound of a bowling ball knocking over bowling pins. There's just weird sound effects added in when he's throwing Jason around with his Why mind. Not? Yeah. Yeah. And then when Freddy gets brought into the real world, we've spent eight movies getting to know the fact that that means he's fucked and vulnerable and essentially just sure. a regular guy who happens to have some knives on a hand. Yeah, ish. And he fights the shit out of Jason. He goes toe-to-toe <laughs> with Jason for ten straight minutes and does not lose and actually arguably wins. He shoves Jason into the pier. I mean, ultimately, Jason ends up impaling him with his own glove, but... I mean, ultimately, well, yeah, and then ultimately, ultimately, he gets decapitated, but that doesn't even kill him. Decapitated? That doesn't kill him? Why? This isn't the dream world. That's the real world. Because there's still some of him in the dream world. God, I never wanted more of an explanation of how Freddy's dream world powers work. Really? I've never given even a single fuck before, but now I do. I still don't give a single fuck, dude. Dude. Giving giving fucks in this movie is the wrong play. And it, it but I it made me it made me give a fuck and it this movie have. is for you to be like, okay, I'm a fan of Freddy and I'm a fan of Jason. Let's get real. I'd advise you err on the side of be, side of being a fan of Freddy in that equation if you watch this movie. I I don't know. I don't know. Even I, I how many people? Okay, what's the Venn diagram look like of people who are Freddy fans and Jason fans? I feel like the overlap is going to be relatively large. Well, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. so it's fine. You yeah. just want to see him hang out. Yeah, and that's why I like at the start where they're kind of like he's like raw rawing Jason. Yeah, that's good. That's a, that is a really cool plot device. Yeah, like we the, missed that a little bit actually. Yeah. That's something the movie does right For because it's sure. like very winking and knowing, and it's kind of at the camera too. He's breaking the fourth wall almost. I mean, he's narrating. Yeah, totally breaking the fourth wall. Not even almost. Yeah. I had to remember if he did or not. No, he definitely did. Fuck. So good. Yeah. Uh, something else I have the movie does wrong is the ADR is astonishingly bad in this a high-budget movie. What the- was the budget on this movie? Pop quiz, John. $30 million. Jesus, what did it make? $114 million. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it made money. Grand. But, but for that big budget a movie... Especially when they're in the high school talking about the party, and there's like there's nerd bullying shit. Talk about too many things piled on here. Yep. There's a whole bullying a nerd subplot that doesn't need to be addressed, and a who's a virgin. Subplot. You can't have a high school without that man. <laughs> Woof. And the ADR when they're in the high school is a half second off at points. Really, it's shocking. I didn't notice it. Yeah. Well, did you watch it? I watched it on Amazon. I'm sure it's no, I watched it on uh, Google, Google Play. I'm sure it's not the ADR. It was Google Play. Okay, yeah, I watched it on Amazon. I didn't notice it, but I bet it's there. It is there. <laughs> wow. Okay. What, do you have, what else do you have it does in does wrong? Oh, oh I'm God. ready for nits. I, okay, yeah. You what have more? We, just keep going, dude. It's fine. I, I'm not a good I don't have any more, but we don't have a whistle. It's kind of my thing. <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to harmonize Mark. with you there. You really fucked us here, Mark. We're at Nitpick Station. Go. Go. I'm upset now. Uh, Columbine reference to people in high school getting killed. Bit of a bit of a bad maneuver. What was that? That, 90, that was, far off after Columbine. Was that 99? Yeah, I think so. Cool, dude. Yeah, four years, years later. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, not not enough to escalate it, but why even write that? Again, writing. No, no why, reason. Why no, write that whatsoever. in? It's like a total whiff. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here with that. 100%. Uh, I did not like that. Um, this isn't really the movie's fault, but one of the characters looks like a more handsome version of a kid we went to high school with who's 
name I'm reluctant to say the full name of, but it is the coolest name and the lamest person with the coolest name. Jake's looking at me confusedly. I'll tell you off air. I've never met this person. I'm His sure. first name I is a part of to, a wagon. I barely went to high school. <laughs> Chuck. Yep, Chuck. You got it. Nailed it. Nice. Chuck, <laughs> Chuck. I find it weird that this movie sticks with the child murderer thing for Freddy. I think at this point, there have been Freddy movies where they got past the uh, censorship of the first one where they couldn't say he was a child rapist. So they called him a child murderer. Yeah. And they said he did rape children. And it kind of leans into him having been a child rapist, but they still call him. Totally. He's a famous child murderer. He's totally a child Why rapist. Why are you sticking because with that? Because that's the thing, man. You call him a child murderer and you know he was a rapist. Like you're, like, We talked about this. Go back. Listen. Pull it from the original Friday 13th cast. <laughs> murderer in this context equals you know he diddled the kid. Yeah. You, you unfortunately do. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. I mean, to be clear, I'm not advocating for diddling kids. Ob- obviously. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Give Weird me a situation. Nitpick. Okay, I'm going to give you a neat. I'll take a neat. The dude that's covered in glow sticks getting pole vault tossed, <laughs> like, I'm talking maybe 150 <laughs> yards. Best kill of the Pretty movie. Pretty rad. Best kill of the movie. Pretty rad. What was your favorite kill of the movie? Honestly, it's it's the... Uh, stoner kid getting cut in half. Be- that was a close second because holy fuck. Actually, I it probably in retrospect, given the way I structured my notes, should have been my favorite because I escalated <laughs> that kill to what, what it, it does, does right. right. Yeah. But something about this one just made me smile. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't quite want to escalate this to what it does wrong, but I think this movie is an anti-psychiatry psychology screed. I think, the, the, I think you're reading too No, I think the this. premise of this movie is all the psychiatric patients should never have been listening to the doctors and should have just been going off their own theories because they were right all along. And all the people in positions of power at the psychiatric hospital were just trying to keep them down and suppress I them. I mean, fuck the man. I guess fuck the man. Yeah. Except Can for, it be that? Except for Lachlan. He's the man. The man. He is the man. Yeah, and exactly. He, uh, he tried question. to help. He just got electrocuted badly. Question for you. Yeah. Jason drowned in 96, according to this. I don't know how that works. Friday the 13th came out in 1980. <laughs> Jason drowned in 96 in Camp Crystal Lake as a child. Which one Which one of the Friday the 13th movies rebooted that? Oh, God. Because huh? it must have been five or six. We, we, we did ourselves a disservice by not having the slasher expert here. Yeah. Yeah, we, we really did. did. Although I don't think Mark would know that either. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, in the cornfield rave. When Jason first shows up, he pulls like an iron spike out of something. It looks like he just like it looks like it's a a display to hold a billboard, and then he just reaches into it and grabs what is a perfectly shaped iron spike sure. weapon. Sure. Where the fuck did that come from? Could it be like a scarecrow stick? It's just like Jason's weapon holding place. I mean, that could be real too. That could be real. I Neat guess pick. he's got them all over the place. Yeah, I want to see. He's the- like Spider Man. He hides it around the city. Yeah, nitpick. I want to see the map. I want to see the geography. This place is Someone please baffling. give me the geography. Yeah. Elm Street's here, and then you have a cornfield, and then there's like four feet of ditch, and then there's Camp Crystal Lake. <laughs> That's how it works. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What they excluded from this movie was the 14-hour drive sequences. Yeah. I don't recall, because I'm not a smart man, where Friday the 13th takes place, but I, bl- I always believed that elm street was like middle america i did too like illinois or something yeah exactly and I, well that part of that's like halloween is definitely in illinois for sure but but uh, it did seem really 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 suburban and midwestern not new jersey and yeah like or, or upstate new york well Crystal i mean they're Lake's so supposed to be close. yeah yeah either one yeah um 
I I called this out as a nitpick. I didn't like it when they said that goal when they're like doing the fourth wall call out thing of like how dumb it is that Jason just wears a goalie mask and he's like that goalie was pissed about something. I lo- I almost introduced myself with that quote. I didn't love that. Fuck. I didn't love that. Oh, I liked it. <laughs> okay. I liked it. Actually, I thought it was a different quote though. <laughs> Um, I thought he said pissed on something. Maybe. Like he chose as a ostensibly middle American high schooler who's a stoner to use the Britishism for being drunk or stoned. Or maybe, something. yeah. He I, I pissed on something. I might have got on the, took the piss. Lost track of it in my head because of how stupid one of the next few lines was. Where there Which was part of the exposition. I should have brought this up in exposition. I'll bring it, it up in nitpick. But it. she says, looks at the camera. Freddie died by fire. Jason by water. How can we use that? This is what I'm talking about. It's well, it's in that same fucking sequence. <laughs> it's in the same sequence. So it was so bad. That that fucking ten minute sequence of film is the worst part by far of this movie and almost <laughs> unforgivable. It's almost unforgivable. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. It's so bad. <laughs> oh my god. I hated it so much. Yeah. Hey, Jason is like physically impervious in this movie, except when Freddy's yes. slashing him a couple of times for some reason. But he cannot be electrocuted. He cannot be bashed. He cannot be killed. But totally. chemicals will put him to sleep. I don't know why. Why does the fuck does he have to sleep? He lives underwater. <laughs> what the fuck? Why, why do chemicals, why do two giant syringes full of a dark red chemical uh. put him to sleep? Also, what chemical is that? It wasn't it the whatever? No. Gardasil or whatever? <laughs> yes. It was Gardasil, Jake. <laughs> it was Gardasil. <laughs> think, okay. Hypnosil prevents Hypnosil. you from dreaming while you sleep. Yeah. Doesn't keep you awake. Yeah. It puts you to sleep and then you don't dream. It doesn't it put, put you, you to sleep. It, it puts you in a coma. They, if, if, so if many take, people are in coma. If you OD on it. Well, that's what they did to him. Put him in a coma. But the hypnosil's in pills, and this was in two dark red goo syringes. Dude, they they took them out of the pills, poured them down the drain, but it was actually in a catcher, and it made a slurry. Then why are the pills blue? Slurry. (laughs) (laughs) They made a slurry. I don't know. Fuck. Jesus. It clearly was not Gardasil. It's fine. Hypnosil. No one ever thought it was Gardasil. Hypnosil. (laughs) Gardasil's a real thing. I know. It's a problem. Uh Jesus Christ. Uh, I love this. I, it should be a nitpick, but I have it as a neat pick. Okay. This came out in the early 2000s, so it's legally required to have a shot straight out of House MD where you follow something into the veins and into the neurons sure. and like, firing different Why synapses. Why was that so cool? I don't know, but it was like, in everything from 2002 to 2006. Oh, that's a really good point. I, and it was thought, I did not think about that when right I was watching in it. This. It's le- I think it was legally required. I think that's how you got some grant money at the time. George Bush didn't do a lot for the arts, but he did do that. You got some grant money if you had a scene of, like, zooming into someone's veins. Science. (laughs) Oh, my God. We are such a progressive state, (laughs) America. I have nothing else on my list. Oh, Christ. I was giving you a chance to talk. They go really quick when there are only two of us. Yeah, they sure do. Um I also might have blown blown two of them into escalations. I understand that this was during a dream sequence. Okay. But even so. When she walks up to the cabin uh-huh. at Camp Crystal Lake, and the two camp counselors are banging on the railing there, yes, his shorts are all the way up. Yeah, okay. You have to pull your shorts down at least a little bit gym to shorts? bang standing up. Yeah, or camp shorts or whatever. They wouldn't have had a... They, no, the, these were like athletic. Like, they didn't have a fly like just that, I don't it think. Out there. Either way, though, just pull them down. It's going to be much easier to bang. Well, 
Miles hanging out though. But the, not the time to let it. Then breathe. the intersection of not wanting your ass to hang out, really let your ass breathe, yeah. and banging on the front railing of a cabin is a weird intersection. Totally of weird mentality. I don't know. He doesn't like how his ass is shaped. It's fine. <laughs> then be proud of your ass, man. Not everyone is, Jack. Well. Well, a lot of shaming in our society as well. Turns out. Fuck. That's why maybe it's a neat pick. Maybe it's a neat pick. <laughs> Although this didn't seem to do anything to counteract it. If anything, it enforced it. Mm. Back well, to er- early aughts. We're talking. I mean, we had the dick shaming. We had the homophobia. Why not have some of that, too? Yeah. Some weird <laughs> shape. Some some subtle, <laughs> un- unsaid, unspoken, weird shaped butt shaming. That's a real thing. Is it? Yeah, I I wouldn't know. I, got I don't a great know. People Photoshop butt. shit all the time. I got man. a great shape, but I wouldn't know. Yeah, true. Nothing I can do I'm about basically that. like a fucking two by four. <laughs> so, yep. Why did they make such a big deal out of the scene where Freddy kicks Jason in the groin only to have him not react? Are they trying to imply that Jason's been castrated? No, I think they're it's like it's just humor. I mean, it's just slapstick. Ish. But it's slapstick in the way of, it's, like... He's impervious to everything, and then it's like, let's kick him in the balls. Yeah, but he isn't but... impervious to anything, except when he has to be. Yeah. <laughs> he okay. had to be right there. For, you want to get kicked, kicked in the, the balls, balls and have it make it a thing to you? Yeah. Yeah. Really, really bothered me. That whole scene was like, why did you do this? Why? I don't know. I feel, I feel like that fit. I feel like that fits. It, it was lifted straight out of the Boondock Saints where the, <laughs> the two brothers are fighting the, the female yeah. slaughter factory worker and he yeah. tries to kick her in the crotch and it doesn't do anything because yeah. that's a really great and woke and progressive movie. I'm, I'm really sure that it was lifted straight from it that. It pretty much was. Although I have not maybe seen that movie in a long time. Out, uh, after this movie. So. No, Some, there's someone, no way it came out after this movie. 2001, I think, was the Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints was earlier than yeah. that, dude. Yeah, they lifted It's like straight out of that oh except for Jason's not a woman. If Boondock Saints came out after this, I just, I don't know what I'll do. I don't think it did. Oh, the Boondock Saints came out in 99. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's a relief. Yeah. I'm out of Nitz pick. Sure. <laughs> oh, wanna... shit. That means we have to go to ratings. Yeah, it does. That was a great baton catch for me. <laughs> you know, you drop it, then you can still pick it up and win the race, Jack. Sometimes. Well, we got to go to ratings, see how it pans out. We over at Easy Horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think about Dennis would rate governments based on a system of strange women in lakes handing out swords. Listen, strange women lying in ponds distributing swords is no basis for a system of government. And for 10, think about Prince John rating how much fun we're going to have. Tell everybody that before the day is out, we shall have a wedding or a hanging. Either way, we ought to have a lot of fun, huh? <laughs> Story is the first category to rate these movies. This is my pick. I'm going to go first. I'm going to rate it for story. I'm going to give it a three. Three, huh? Uh, no, no. Bumping it up a point. I love four. that you don't know. I don't and know. I love that when I question you, you bump it up a whole point. Yeah, I haven't even gotten I, into my four. questioning. Yeah, because it's, look, it's it's not a good story. We talked about a lot of problems. But at the same time, this does work to combine two totally incohesive elements together. And it does end up with a watchable kind of fun product. So yep. I'm giving it a four. Jake? Yep. Uh, completely agreed. I gave it a four. Hey! That, it's it's the same reasons. You have two things that are inherently dissimilar for the most part in terms of the world that they are in, yet it makes a pretty good amount of sense to take those two things and bring them together because they're essentially the same thing but you get some weirdness when you try to deal with the differences that are involved. So I, it can't be super high, and it is, a, in fact, a bit low 
because of the fact that one of the dudes is so out there and the other is like (laughs) out there in a different way. It just, it blends weirdly. It blends weirdly, okay? Very weirdly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, World building and immersion in the second category. I'm giving it a two. It's not quite a one because I do enjoy occupying this world with Freddie and Robert England and doing a fun, fun, happy, fun times there. He's, uh, he's hilarious, but yikes. They, they actively remove world building that the other bad movies in each individual series have done to establish these characters. And there is no immersion to speak of here. I'm giving it a two. Huh? Okay. I gave it a five. Uh, Whoa. I, I kind of I was like thinking I might have been low. Uh, see where I'm penalizing this is the world building because the world is fucked. Right, but the they, immersion just... like there's a lot of fun to be had here. I was smiling for a lot of this movie. It's dumb. There are two absolute it, stars on screen. It's fun in between, in between bad exposition. But they're luckily they put it all in one sequence where I could go take a <laughs> leak and get a couple beers. It's okay. I, it, you know, it was more than just that, but for the most part, they consolidated their bullshit. The rest of it, I was watching Freddy. I was watching Jason. I could just take joy in the fact that they're on screen together, and that's cool. So, for me, it was the world. It wasn't the immersion itself. Interesting, interesting. Well, it's going to take us to Scare Factor. Yeah. It's going to get a three from it's me for Scare Factor. Two people. Um, yeah. Oof. We're going to have to talk about something else here before we go. Now we're to, fine. We're, People will yeah, enjoy yeah. the reprieve from the hour and 45 minute podcast. <laughs> um, there are, like I said, I do enjoy Freddy and I find him legitimately frightening here. And there's a lot of close ups on him that I think work pretty well. But it's 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 not very scary for the most part. I do kind of like some of the the kills. And, and like I said, I think the, the blood tendrils one ends up working pretty well in the end uh, for what the scene is. But. It's not. It's a three. It's not good, Jake. Sure, I, I gave it a four. I, it's almost the same reasons. I'll put a. I guess I'm putting an extra point in for the amount of gore that was in this movie, which was not unsubstantial. It's it's done in like that it's goofy, goofy way. Gore. Yeah, yeah, but still. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of blood. If you show this to someone who doesn't like horror movies or stuff like that, they're gonna be like, "Oh my god!" So, yeah. <laughs> what oh accent were you doing there? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> That's a better one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Effects or judicious lack thereof is our penultimate category. I'm going to give it a six for effects or judicious lack thereof. This is marred by some unfortunate CG uh, effects, but for the most part, I think it's done really, really well. The makeup on Freddy is is fantastic. A lot of the kills are done very, very well. Uh, The electricity always looks terrible, Uh, but look, overall, it's better than average. Jake? I'm going to give it a six and a half. Uh, Again, largely the same reasons. Uh, Yeah, there's some CG that's not great here. That's definitely true. There's I, there's relatively good makeup, and you kind of it's like you know what you're doing with a Freddy at this point. You know what you're doing to create a Jason at this point. They're gonna take their own spin on it for each movie because that's how you do these things. Um, let's take a quick spin back to the CG because something we didn't mention really enough, I feel, during the podcast proper was when that bug Freddy thing came in. To the how have we starter, not talked about this yet? The non-diegetic sound, like that's the old, it's so immersion breaking because he's sitting there smoking <laughs> and then you just have like this weird like bro bug come into the room. Half and dog, half maggot, whatever. And it has just this weird bouncy beat and he's like, the fuck? <laughs> what is happening in that talks scene? To him as Freddy. It is and then it, so like, weird. Bends its form to crawl under the door crack to get out. It's insane. That it whole is thing. so weird. They smoke a peace pipe together. I kind of love it. 
I don't think they smoke a peace pipe. I think they smoke like the hookah from Alice in Wonderland. That's a peace pipe. I don't Isn't think... it? No. It's a peace pipe of sorts. You okay. make peace. You smoke together and you make peace. Sure. I don't know. Whatever. That's probably <laughs> offensive. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm not a woke enough human. I, I'm, try, I'm truly not trying to offend anyone. Uh, go to the next thing. What's the next thing? Overall, it's our Thank final you. category. I'm going to give it a five for overall. This, that's a significant tilt up, too. I had a lot more fun watching this movie than I expected to. Um, and then, frankly, it is for quality of movie. It's relying heavily on franchises for which I have good affection, but it does a pretty good job of cashing in on that affection. So, um, ultimately... I don't think it's a superbly made film, but I think you will have fun watching it, especially if you like Freddy and or Jason, but Freddy more so. Jake! I don't think it has to be a superbly made film. I gave it a six, so above average for me, but not by a whole hell of a lot. That's exactly where a movie like this should fit. Like, you're not going to come out and make this movie a masterpiece. No. No one expected No, that. nor should you. If you were expecting that, <laughs> what were why? you doing? <laughs> like, you, this is exactly what I expect when I see this movie uh, in terms of name and know what these franchises are. Like, you're not going to make this without at least most of your tongue in your cheek and this is a pretty good example of that I, I think that it did what it needed to do it is fun for what it is and what it is is kind of silly and that's okay so therefore a six absolutely absolutely you giving it a thumbs up yeah i'm giving You're it a right, thumbs right up right i think you should watch this i mean i think you should watch a bunch of films in both franchises first like i think you need the love for the franchise and kind of the understanding of what's going on here to really have a ton of fun with what they're doing. But either way, you'll have fun watching it, I think. You'll get the idea. I agree. I think you kind of have to know a little bit about what's going on to really get <laughs> everything that it's putting down, to get the essential elements even. But to, to get the, the subtleties, they interwove throughout the plot. There cleverly. are a lot of complexities in this wine. <laughs> Those tannins, you know. Uh, this is a this is a recommend for me. If you're listening to this podcast, you know enough about horror. Not going to lie. You'll be able to get some joy out of this, so go and watch it if you haven't, and you're now spoiled, and I'm, that doesn't even matter in this movie. We didn't mention that. It doesn't matter at all. <laughs> Not even no, a little No bit. character matters. Nothing. The only characters that matter are the fucking villains, yep. who are also kind of the heroes. Yep. Eh? Yeah. And they both win? Question mark? Hell yeah, they win. <laughs> okay, let's leave with our mercifully short podcast for once. Yeah, this is a change. We're clocking it in an under an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, that's nice. Enjoy it, listener. It's going to change next week. I guarantee that. This was episode 152 of the A to Z Horrorcast. Check out everything we have going on. Head on over to a to zhorror.com or come hang out with us on either of our social media channels. Those are Facebook and Twitter, and those are right down there in the description below in link form. Don't forget that. As Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, if you are still here and you like what we got going on, you might want to consider becoming a patron. We have a lot of extra cool shit that we're doing for paying members. Something and comes uh, out on time. Sometimes it does come out on time. If that's not what you're into, that's fine, too. We're just happy you're here listening with us and uh, having a good time, and we're going to keep making the best content we possibly can for you. As always, the music has been coming at you from Super Bear. Their links can be down there in the description below if you want to check out any of their other tracks. And next week, I do this every fucking week! Next week, we're getting right back into it with another patron pick. Hello. Change of pace here. The lure. Ooh. You've seen this one. I have. I had fun watching it. A, this is a weird one. Okay. <laughs> uh, a beer drinking weird one or not? I mean, yeah. Okay. That was a... That's it. Uh, is any movie not? Okay, whatever. We got to leave. It's, it's the lure next week. We'll see you then. Spot have a great week, everybody. And get some beers and get the buddies and all that stuff. Bye.
but but if I saw a unit of that size with anything on its head, <laughs> I would not be with it. 